Welcome to the Grey Wolf Podcast. Let's get things going for episode 17 of the Grey Wolf Hoops Podcast. It is Ned, joined by John. I changed things up a little bit there, man, because we're about to get things going. We're going to talk some hoop, and we're going to talk some fun stuff, I guess. But first up, what's happening, dude? Plenty, dude. It's been a big few days in the basketball world, with local basketball now starting to wrap up, and we'll talk about the Narra Court tournament from the weekend shortly. But things are going really well, man. We're getting stuck into our Zombies Academy as well, with your young fella, Brody, and potentially potentially looking to expand that in the near future. So there's a lot to talk about this week and looking forward to it. Yeah, most definitely, man. But first up, let's talk a little bit of Narrow Court. It was our Horsham B team, the blue side. Yep. They went into Narrow Court, two wins, two losses. They really outdid themselves, though. They ended up losing in the semifinal in, well, I guess, what was it, about 15 points oh, in the end? Probably 15, 20 points, I think, in the end to a fairly strong Millicent side. And, and what ended up happening, and this does happen with some small tournaments, uh, in the under-16s is they ended up merging Div 1 and Div 2 because there weren't enough Div 1 teams entered. So the boys took care of the Div 2 sides they played with with ease. It didn't even look like they lifted a finger, but they came up against a couple of strong Div 1 sides and that was sort of where they fell down. But the attitude and the and the spirit those boys play with is something to, to really admire uh, with that particular group. So a lot of standout performances throughout the whole weekend, but it was a fantastic effort. And look, what they ended up doing was after the pool games, they split into Div 1, Div 2. So the, the B team essentially made Div 1, which is what happened, and then they end up playing the, the top side on the other side or in the other pool. So a fantastic effort, and, you know, there's not much more they could have done, in my opinion. So they all played a great weekend, and I'm, I'm very proud of that group of boys. Yeah, most definitely. It was great. They're the first team that we've ever sponsored, the Horsham Blue team there, and hats off to them. And like you said, they essentially made it to the semifinals of an A-grade tournament being a, yep. technically a B-grade team. So yeah. definitely hats off to them. They did awesome, and, well, well, now it's time for the academy, I guess, man. You've got six months, boys, to get yeah. yourself sorted until yeah. we're back into things. It doesn't take long for it to come back around, that's for sure. But yeah, Zombies Academy's starting up and we're putting the call out to a few of the boys if they want to join in. Brody's been getting amongst it for the last few months. I shared our team putting in the early morning efforts, which is brilliant. So we're going to come up with a whole little logo and a, and a thing going on there, man, because there's a lot of potential with this particular group of boys. And as they start to grow up, you know, we'll put a lot more emphasis on their fitness and their uh, endurance things like that and, and strength so yeah it's a little project of ours we're wanting to get going and the zombies is just expanding as we <laughs> as we sit here and you know there has been rumors circling around uh, about an a-grade side next season and i've already lined up a few of the older boys to to fill those shoes and potentially a tim pickett return to the zombies uniform so now, has tpz said anything about actually returning to the zombies because i think it is another somber moment because he keeps bringing up this t-shirt on my body <laughs> Did you promise him a t-shirt or what? Because I didn't, unless I'm totally losing my maybe. mind. Look, maybe to keep the peace and part of his signing deal, we might just have to give him one and give him part of the, the merch pack there. But um, I wonder if he'd actually wear it. I hope so. I'd be very upset if he didn't. Mm. That's, uh, you know, a shout out there to Tim. I hope you do wear it once you do get it eventually. <laughs> but, you know, there's things happening around the zombies world, man, and everyone's excited. So we'll see where it takes us. Well, yeah, and that sort of brings me on to my next topic here. And another thing that we do to sort of keep fit and have a little bit of fun is netball. Now, your is mixed netball, I should say. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it sounds 
<laughs> just lining up there and putting on the skirts or whatever. But no, it's a mixed netball team. We have been dragged into it by our other halves, essentially, or it was by my wife, Anna, and then yep. I drag you along, and then somehow I've managed to drag your brother-in-law to be along, Mr. James Davidson, who has just <laughs> gone out and totally just said, nah, screw you guys, I'm going home. I'm taking my talents to my work yeah. team. What? Yeah. I'm still getting my head around the controversy around the local mixed netball comp because, of course, yeah, we've been playing mixed netball for a few seasons. Now we're still trying to convince the girls to change the name of the team to Zombies Netball, but that might take a couple more years before they're comfortable with that one. Apparently girls can't be zombies, John. I it's, don't get that. We're happy to be balls to the wall, but not zombies. I, yeah, I, I mean, if you watch uh, Scout's Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse, you might remember the girl zombie in that movie that was uh, in one very good scene, which is uh, something else we can talk about one day. But oh, yeah. Unfortunately, uh, yeah, James has decided he's going to kick some dirt in the face of balls to the wall and go and join his work team, which joined late to the party. But kids these days, man, you can't keep them occupied. You can't keep them focused. So, you know, a little bit of disappointment. He didn't want to be part of the big franchise, but you know what will happen when your work team pulls out next comp? He'll, become, he'll come crawling back. But yeah, he will. We'll say we might fill his spot with a, a few other fill-ins that we've got, but that's life. That is life. Very upsetting there, James. But, John, what else have we got here? Balls to the wall. We've got girls don't want to be zombies. James leaves team. <laughs> this list is great. Alrighty, man. I guess we should jump into some NBL hoops because it is the finals time, the semi-finals in the National Basketball League. We're about to jump right into it. As we know, it will be Perth and the Cairns Taipans battling it out and the Sydney Kings and Melbourne United. Now, we sort of went over this a little bit last week with Mr. Cam Bruce. Who are we thinking here, dude? So we're going to kick things off on Friday night. It's the Perth Wildcats. They are red-hot favourites to win. They are at home in front of that Red Army, which will be, what is it, like a 12,000, 13,000 Yeah, it's, it's a fairly there. imposing crowd, you could say, for a team that's got to travel from the other side of the country to get there. As I've been, you know, on the on the Cairns bandwagon most of the season, you know, they're, they're our boys, and I feel like it was you and me who predicted their rise. I'm going to stick yes, with that. We'll uh, stick it's, with it. it's a tough trip. That's probably the toughest trip in NBL. So as much as the heart says Cairns are going to get it done, I think Perth will start off that series with a win. I don't think it'll come easy. I reckon it'll be a, a low-ish scoring game, but Perth, you'd think, will be able to pull ahead with the home crowd playing a massive factor. Well, it is going to be a massive factor, man, because you've got to take into consideration, too, these are the best of three series, and if Cairns were to somehow get this like they did earlier on in the season, now, as we have alluded to in the past, of course, finals is a whole different ball game. Yep. But if Cairns could somehow win this... They could possibly, you know, knock this over at home on the Sunday game when the yeah. rematch is on. So it'll be very interesting to see a lot comes down to this. Whoever wins his first game is going to win it, I think. Yeah, it's very tough, dude. And that's the thing. As the lower-ranked side, you need to win one game away from home and then obviously take the home game. I actually think that Cairns will win the second game at home. I think they play so well up there. They'll have the home crowd, which, again, in finals, it's a different game. That plays a factor. I can't see them winning the road trip to Perth, but I definitely can see them getting some revenge on Sunday night uh, with a day there to sort of recover but I think that's going to be a really good series I'm really excited to watch that game Friday night it's going to be a big one to kick off the final series and you know what a season it's been I can't wait man it's going to be good yeah all right man so you're going with Perth Wildcats I will stick with them too but of course as you said the heart says cans let's go Taipans right there on the Saturday Johnny this will be the first game of the Sydney Kings and Melbourne United this was my grand final prediction as we've talked about in the past 
Podcast. Kudos Bank Arena, Sean Bruce, the Sydney Kings, they are red-hot favourites to win it. What are you thinking? My thought goes to this series might be a little different to the Perth Cairns one. You know, I think Sydney's going to get it done in two. I think they're just shaping up for a really big finals campaign. They've obviously rested a few players. You could argue Melbourne's almost already played their grand final. They had a few big wins just to make it in that fourth spot, which you know we spoke about for, for weeks before the end of the season. I really think that Sydney's going to come out, flex their muscles and, and win this game and then win the one on Monday as well and take it in two. Yeah, then wrap it up sort yep. of deal. I tend to agree with you there. I can't see United getting it done over Sydney. They are in form at the moment, United. But tell you what, if they lose that game, game over. Yeah. They might yep. be able to nab one at home. Time will tell. Sydney it's Kings tough. though looking very, very good. It's tough and, and Melbourne haven't been as, I guess, a force at home as I have in the past. So they have dropped a few games at home, especially Sydney coming to town again. They've rested their players. They've managed their roster superbly. They're they all have. coming in fit. You've got guys coming off the bench that are contributing. You've got a few of the best players in the league in that one team. As we predicted earlier in the season as our, I guess, playoff winner, I think that they're going to take this in too, but I expect the perth can series to go to three games, and uh, I think that'll be a really good one to watch. Yeah, I like that. So, I'll stick with you on that one too. Sydney Kings to beat Melbourne right there. You're saying Cairns are going to win on this Sunday. They're playing at the Cairns Convention Centre, 5 o'clock, Australian Eastern Daylight Time there. You're saying That's they're it. going to get it done, buddy? Oh, I reckon they will, man. I think, you know, it's going to be a tight game on Friday. I don't think Cairns are going to get blown out by any stretch and as I said before I'm expecting that to be perhaps a lower scoring game just the way that those teams play but I reckon the Cairns Taipans will get some revenge at home it's just got that feel about it and because they have been playing so well at home I think they'll get it done there again we're talking about two of the longer road trips in basketball as well literally one side of the country to the other so that's going to play a factor whether they can nab one in Perth that's the million dollar question they have done that once I think the one that they're going to win is going to have to be that first one because if you go back to Perth for game three that's going to be a tough ask, I think. So oh, yes, indeed. I'm fully expecting it to go to a game three, but if the Cairns are going to win this series, they're going to need to win that game Friday night and get off to a massive start, I guess, and build some momentum. Yeah, very much looking forward to seeing how it goes down. Let's go Cairns Taipans in game two right there. We'll stick with that. And like you were just mentioning, Melbourne United and Sydney, Monday night basketball back. Man, I hope we're watching this. I hope we don't yeah. have to play freaking netball. Just looking <laughs> I think I probably do. I might catch the second half of this, you know, not very important game at all. No, of course not. Please note heavy sarcasm <laughs> as the Sydney Kings, well, if we're saying things right here, look to wrap things up against Melbourne United. I don't know. It is a very tough one. Are you going to stick with the Kings? You're yeah. saying they're going to do it in two? Yeah, I'm sticking with the Kings to do it in two. They've been the powerhouse side all year and uh, actually my mum mentioned a stat to me the other day and you might have even said it as well that they're the first team in NBL history to be on top of the ladder the whole way through which is an insane stat. Will Weaver's got them playing some great basketball and as a already mentioned their roster management is excellent like they've planned their whole season around making it to this point I think Melbourne will put up a good fight but I really just can't I can't see them taking any games off Sydney it'll be a massive effort for them to do it even if they were to take that game on Monday there's no one only going to win one back in Sydney so unfortunately for Melbourne I feel like they left their on not that they left it late but I reckon if they had have ended up playing Perth it might have been a slightly different story because they have had the wood over them a few times in the past but Sydney's going to be too strong I think they're just going to flex their muscles and, and get it done. Yeah, the Kings to go all the way through. They're going to get the old brooms out, no, sweep the, broom the out. series. <laughs> and then as we have spoken about in the past, we're thinking it is going to be Perth and Sydney in the finals. I guess we'll know a lot more come this time next week, Johnny. We will, man. And it's sort of, you talk about what the heart wants. And uh, for me right now, it's to see Sean Bruce win a championship. I think above all else, being Melbourne United, 
slash Phoenix slash a few other bandwagoner fans that we are. <laughs> I think above all else, for Sean to win a championship, going from sort of where he was last season, as we spoke about with him, to now being a key role player for the top side in the league, to being you know, nominated for these awards, to finish this season off with a championship would be just amazing. And I really hope that happens. And we'll get behind the Kings as much as we can, as much as we love all these other teams and we keep sw- sw- switching every week. But for now, I really hope Sean, he gets some rewards for his hard work. Yeah, at the end of the day, it is just a love of the game and big hats off to Sean Bruce as well. Did you see he picked up the coaches award yeah. for the Sydney yep. Kings right there? So he's obviously making an impact. Behind the scenes too, no doubt, Sean Bruce, great guy. And if you recall back to our episode, he said if they win, he's back on. Yeah. We'll be chatting to <laughs> That's S- true. Bruce. He did too. And then we can talk to him about our Zombies netball team. Maybe he can <laughs> play with us over the offseason. He can come back and play netball. <laughs> Never mind trying to recruit for the Zombies basketball team. It's all about this mixed netball team well, now. And now we're playing for something else because we've got to beat your work team. Because yeah, now well, you know, exactly. there's controversy and you know, knowing the, the, the paper here, it might even make the news for all we know. Yeah. It could be the <laughs> massive thing. Davidson quits the uh, balls to the wall, but uh, shout out to those girls. We're, we're not going to let them down this season. We're going to yeah. go out with a fight. Definitely. They are my favourite girls. We're going to get this win. At least one win against the <laughs> Mix FM team. So, Have they yeah, come up with a, a name yet or is it just... No, that, uh, I think it was off air or oh. something. There's a few names yeah, that's around. original. I thought it was good. I thought it was clever. <laughs> it's not as good as Zombies Basketball, but anyways. Anyway, here we are playing with uh, balls to the wall, I guess. <laughs> well, it, was meant to, it was meant to be net balls to the wall, yeah. but the silly place. Well, the great place that we worked for didn't have enough letters on the <laughs> scoring sheet or something is the reason they dropped uh. the net. But anyways, Johnny, let's talk a little bit about T-shirts. Our pre-orders are up for the February pre-orders. You can get yourself a Grey Wolf T-shirt, as sworn by many of the greatest people getting around. Scary Terry, Sammy Hobbs. Big shout-outs to Steve Schultz. He just picked one up. Yep. Tim Pickett, if we give him one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. Actually, uh, our buddy Matt Grace came around last night. And mind you, he said that his shirt didn't fit before he even tried it on. So he actually put it on last night and it did fit him. So now he's going to be rocking the Grey Wolf shirt. Oh, man. He better be anyway. So. What the hell? That is one of the most bizarre things ever, Matt Grace. Why would you say his shirt doesn't fit before you try it on? <laughs> Let's hope he listens to this bit and he can respond to us next week. Yeah, but, I want to know answer to that. Yeah, of course. But of course, get along to the website, greywolfentertainment.net. Find the little shop button in the top right-hand corner. Get your order in and we'll get it to you sometime around the uh, start of March. So the more people we get out there rocking the shirts, you know, the better it makes us feel. And, you know, what better reason to buy a shirt than to make us happy? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Support the Grey Wolf Entertainment Movement. We've got some new shows and stuff in the works. We'll talk about them very, very soon. But I think for now, this is just a little bit of a fun little episode here, buddy. We'll yeah, that's it, man. It's, uh, I suppose, basketball sort of almost wrapping up. So at some stage, we'll end, I guess, season one of Grey Wolf Hoops. And we'll have a few other shows in the works, as you've said. But, you know, looking forward to a big weekend of NBL action. It's going to be fun looking over it next week to see how it's all shaping up. Yeah. See if any of these games or these series go to a game three, which, you know, I mean, as we're predicting, Cairns and Perth may, but, you know, it'll be interesting to see when we record next week and, and do a bit of a finals preview for the big one. Yeah, definitely. And as you've just said, too, that's the plan here for people listening. Grey Wolf Hoops will wrap up once the NBL season wraps up and we'll have a new show that'll have. It'll cover a little bit of NBA yep. here and there, but 
Covering an NBA show on a podcast is near impossible with, you know, five, eight, ten games a day. <laughs> yeah. like, like, trust me, trying to NBA fantasy is impossible because there's games all the time. So, yeah, we'll have a few fresh things coming your way very soon. But it's always happening at Grey Wolf, so keep an eye on all our socials and stay tuned for more to come. Well, hell yeah, and be sure to like that picture of Scary Terry Cameron and our very own John Bruce. Uh, John Bruce. <laughs> our very own John Fitzgerald. i got the Bruce brothers on the mind there. Oh, man. Man, I, I wish I was a Bruce so I had some of that talent I'd be said. That's what I said. I wish I was Ned Bruce, damn it. <laughs>